様、本当の名は何という十ゲーム、十ゲーム、五島のすり切れ、カイジャリ水源の水源末、雲来松、風来松、クーネルところに住むところ、ヤブラコーのブラコーパイポパイポパイポの修林岩、修林岩のグーリン大、グーリン大のポンポコビー、ポンポコナーの超救命の長介。キングダの私の名も順元の順元も五行のセリフで書いてる次元の次元を待つ運来待つ運来待つ空なるところに住むところヤブラコーディーブラコーディーパイポパイポのシュリンガンシュリンガンのグリンダイグリンダイのポンポコビーのポンポコナーのチョキチョキチョキチョキチョキチョキチョキチョキチョキチョキチョキチョキチョキチョキチョキチョキチョキチョキチョキチョキチョキチョキチョキチョキチョキチョキチョキチョキチョキチョキチョキチョキチョキチョキチョキチョキチョキチョキチョキチョキチョキチョキチョキチョキ They are. <laughs> salt Peter. Cause this, this, these episodes really ground my gears. Salt underscore Peter dot PNG. Yeah, that's my companion in journey. Yeah. <laughs> it's a real thing. I it looked was, it up. It is a real thing. Salt Peter, one word. Uh huh. It's, it's just like how there's fuck, there's some like germ out there named Sonic Hedgehog or whatever. Cause some nerd exactly. discovered it. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like Seth MacFarlane、uh-huh. discovered this element, and it's called saltpeter. It's called. <laughs> well, we already have one called salt. So how can we how can we、uh, how can we spice up salt a little bit? How can we make it a little bit funny? <laughs> can we make it a little bit lighten up the chemistry lab a little bit? Yeah, just get, get bring some levity to this <laughs> to the sodium. Anyway,、uh, I hope everyone is、uh, turning today into the fourth of shit. Yeah, I hope、so. everybody's、uh, is gathering with nine or fewer of their closest friends and enjoying Hamilton Musical America on Disney Plus.、Mm-hmm. Uh, like two days ago, I didn't even think about it, but Kim was like, "Hey, Saturday is Fourth、uh, of July. Do you want to check in with Brooks and see if you got a reschedule or anything?" I was like, "We're not fucking doing anything. <laughs> I think I'm good. I think we're good on that one." So, yeah, if you ever want to reach out to Brooks to do extra recording, because I'm especially not doing anything today, new record cases in Florida, baby. Let's go. Let's go. Fantastic.、Um, anyway, I, we came home、uh, from like grocery shopping or whatever yesterday、mm-hmm. and saw already there were two stacks of hot dog buns and hamburger buns on the table. Yeah. And we're just like, fucking great. There's going to be people here tomorrow and no one's going to tell us about it. And guess what? Anyway, Full Metal Alchemist Brotherhood. <laughs> live、uh, from upstairs. Live from not leaving the upstairs area of my house.、Uh-huh. Uh, I, f- I fucked up with the, the post and I got roasted for it. Yeah, you gotta, bl- I didn't want to bring it up. I didn't want to hurt your feelings. You're my friend. Listen, I'll, 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 I'll take the blame when I deserve it. I put the two wrong numbers in there. Yeah. I wanted to,、um, I wanted to make my funny post where I had Lin Manuel Miranda singing about his son Pride on that, but I didn't want to take away from,、um, from my schedule. You were the main character of You Love to Hear at Twitter last night. Yeah, unfortunately. They, they got my ass.、Um, okay, so we are talking about. Wait, how, was, I, was I wrong? I'm confused now. What episode numbers are we talking about? It's like 40 something, and you said 30 something. Did I? I、yeah. did. I put the wrong. Okay. Sorry. All、man. right. I thought I did something. Like, I was like, oh, we're talking about episode、uh, 56. And everyone's like, oh my God. We're talking about、56. Symbol of Peace, My Hero Academia. That would have been、uh, fucking good. Episode 56 is when this thing happens. And then everyone just sends in shit like, hey, here's a spoiler <laughs> for you. Yeah. Hey, we still got like eight more episodes of Five Grams of Iron, I think, which is pretty fucked up based on where we're at in the show. I know. The one. You thought. The long night lasted a while. <laughs> Listen, 
two weeks ago i i kept saying oh man both of these episodes happened before the promised day that sucks can't wait for two mm-hmm. weeks till now and these two episodes were damn can't wait for the promised day it's still it's still coming it's happening uh we're talking about episode 47 emissary of darkness first um this one starts with our friend Alphonse, and remember, um, the little boy got got him. Yeah, a little boy in Gluttony Singular uh, caught him. Mm-hmm. So now he's like hanging out in you know like the Truth Zone in armor, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. Uh, he's 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 in the the sunken place, and a voice is like, "Hey, Alphonse, uh, don't die!" And a hand reaches out, and I was like, "Oh shit, that's Trisha, mom." And I was See, fucking I losing thought, it. I thought it was going to be like Alphonse's uh, hand. A- it was going to be Alphonse's hand of his of his sick body. You thought they were going to do the fusion dance and become singular together. But, but I thought it was going to be like um, Alphonse uh, become human, like reaches to the armor, and they're like about to like touch, and then he's like, ah, and wakes up. But instead, it's it's pride. It's, it's Salim being epic. <laughs> it's Salim, and he's being a nasty little monster. He says, "Look, it was a JoJo reference. Anyways, don't die. We have uses for you." Mm-hmm. Weird. Anyway, uh, we go back to a uh, normal world where yeah. Ed, Ed and our crew show up, and he says, "Hey, is this Kanama? I guess which is um the place that they are." He says, "Up, up, down, down, left, right, left, right, he start." Said, he said, "Is this where they developed Metal Gear Solid, a Hideo Kojima game?" And they say, "No." And then he says, "Okay," and turns around and leaves. Um, but then they tell him, "Hey." Uh, Mr. Ho, a, a kid, and a bunch of weirdos are here to see you. Yeah, Mr. Ho and Greed and Ling and two guys I've never seen before who were the guys who beat him <laughs> up earlier or he, are uh, here. Ho and Hunt turns around and Ed just fucking rocks him in the face He just decks him with his auto my hand. Uh-huh. Yeah, it's pretty he's like, cool. Why did you, he's like, why did you have to use your hard metal arm? <laughs> How could you also? give your own father the metal fist? Yeah. <laughs> And meanwhile, like, so there's this, there's this family drama sort of playing out, and fucking Greed's just off to the side being like, I am Greed, I know, I am the boss, your son is sassy. He just has his arms folded, and he's going, yeah, like, that's, that's all he's doing. Um, I thought Greed was gonna be epic in a way different way, because everybody loved Greed, and I, I thought that he would be more like the sort of... Um, King Bradley, like, I'm very good at fighting, and Greed is good at fighting, but that's not why he's good. You thought he was going to be kind of a Joker figure, but instead he's just a guy that kind of, like, loves to be there. And he's, just, like, see it all. We say this about a lot of characters, but he truly does just live for drama, and he loves to introduce himself and say his name out loud and remind him. He has, like, his own fucking catchphrase. He's like the fucking New Age Outlaws. <laughs> he comes out and he always says his catchphrase, and the audience does it with him. Audience claps. Um... So, yeah, he's like, hello, I'm Greed. And then Hohenheim <laughs> says, oh, so you have a homunculus tattoo. And he says, yes, no reason to hide it. Yeah, like, what's we're up, just, I'm Greed. It's just like when everyone knew that, like, Cersei and Jamie were were having sex. And everyone just kind of all decided at one point. Like, like yeah, we all know this. <laughs> yeah. Greed's walking through greed. the village holding up his arm going, greed, greed. Greed, Greed. And he's making it metal. <laughs> <laughs> Humongous. Yeah, it's me. And then Hohenheim uh, says, okay, I'll tell you everything. Come to the campfire where I live, I guess. Mm. Does Hohenheim need to sleep? I, because we, we never see him sleep. I don't yeah, know, just something I was He's thinking probably about. Melisandre sort of rules. Mm. So they talk off screen and we, we cut to them sort of after it. And this is just sort of me check in. 
This is him telling his son, Edward, that he used to be Theophrastus and then a little boy who was either father or Salim, it's hard to explain, made him blow up Xerxes and then made them two and made him immortal. Yes. That's and pretty tomorrow much. tomorrow is the promise day. And, and he says, I am stone. I am stone. Use me. And Edward Elric says, don't be ridiculous, even though Edward Elric is not stone. And he used himself as stone four yep. episodes ago. Yeah, but that was fine because he, he, he see this is this is uh, where the technicalities of being a brain genius work their way in. He's like, oh, so you needed a philosopher's stone? You want to use me? And Edward, the logic understander, says we can't use you because you're full of lives of people who had nothing to do with this. So um, right, that would be taking away their freedoms and making them wear a mask and shop right. So that's true. We can't do that to them under this. These, that, world, that's so. the first theme that we've uh, discovered. Um, yeah. Sort of Arakawa's sort of anti-vax, sort of mm-hmm. uh, yeah. QAnon-style storytelling. Uh-huh. The, the, um, what is it? The Great Awakening? That's just the promise day. Like, <laughs> yeah. it's happening tomorrow. This is why it doesn't happen, because everyone's like, it's happening tomorrow. It's Q, happening. Q is a lot like Greed, because he mostly <laughs> just says his name. Mostly just says his name and people, uh, oh, um, this makes sense when he said, um, I am greed because then he was. So this proves. Yeah. It's one <laughs> of his proofs. It. Yeah. Um, anyway, so, so then Ed goes on this shit. He's like, listen, I'm not going to become an ally with you. I'm just going to work with you to achieve goals that will benefit both of us. Goodbye. Anyways. But meanwhile, he's like, okay, greed, you can be my boss. <laughs> like, <laughs> You can be my surrogate father now, Greed. Is that cool? Uh-huh. Um, he's, Hohenheim's like, anyway, son, there will be an eclipse tomorrow, and it will be used for epic evil. And, they, that, yeah, that's when Ed says, uh, I hate you, you're ugly, give me $200. Yeah, he's, he Here says, are your wife's last words. He says, there is going to be an eclipse tomorrow. He plans to exploit it, and everyone, I guess, knows what this means specifically, because I sure don't. Yeah, he's, uh, Hohenheim says there's a mountain, it looks like an arrowhead, and Ed says, don't worry, I understand. I, I got it. Anyway, let me take off my big ruby necklace right now. Yeah. Um, yeah, Ed says, I'll knock that bearded bastard, that bearded bastard's block off without teaming with you. Um, and he looks exactly like Hohenheim, but old, so. But Hohenheim, like, smiles. He's like, It's probably just like an animation mistake. It's probably not meaningful. Mm -hmm. So, um, Trisha, mother, last words were, sorry, I couldn't keep my promise. I'm dying first. And then Mr. Mr. Hohenheim does the anime gasp of despair. And mm-hmm. does crying about it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but but he, he, like, you know, turns his head up to cry at, like, the heavens, because that's how you cry in this anime. So if he cries, that means he can do other body shit. Yeah, it can. He had kids. So. He's got He's got fluid in him. He does have uh, electrolytes and fluids in him, in his body. He has blood. He Yeah, he pisses and poops, so he probably eats. But he does, just, but he doesn't, he's just like, mmm, tasty. Like, he doesn't need to, but... Do you think he, just he thinks he has to? Do you how mm-hmm. do you think he's a do you think he's a generous Lover? husband? <laughs> sure. Yeah, I think I mean so. I, I don't know I don't know what happened for for certain, but I, I would assume so. Yeah. And also the humongous is they all have like those big long nasty tongues. What happens next? Um so he, he says uh dead wife. Um, <laughs> he says, oh no. And then we go to the next scene where two new characters, uh, are talking to Ed and being like, hey man. It's, hey, it's, it's Mr. Darius, Gorilla. It's Darius and Heinkel. Come on. Yeah, dude. 
Um, Here's the thing. Most of my notes are like, I can't, I'm not sure if these are the same people from before. And by the end of these two episodes, I'm like, oh, cool. My favorite characters, Mr. Gorilla and Mr. Lion. Yeah. (laughs) So they're just like, hey, you should go uh, talk to your dad because he actually seems like a, like a nice guy. And then Ed says, oh, geez, shut up. A lot has happened to me too. This is, this is where Mr. Lion, which one of Darius or Hankel, uh, Hankel's the lion. The, yeah, the blonde lion man. He's, he wins me over right here because Ed's like, and he says a valid traumatized abandoned child thing where he's like, I've been through a lot too, you know? And mm. then he's just like, oh yeah, name one. Yeah. <laughs> I dare you for one dollar. Name a bad thing that's happened to you. <laughs> and then greet a lot. And then Ed says, my dad isn't as mean as I was expecting him to be. <laughs> Greed arrives, and you know it's greed because if he's next to food and he's not eating it. Exactly. Yeah. He so says, "Are you have emotions?" Classic. Mm-hmm. You have a stone for a dad. Does it does it make you greedy? And Ed's just like, "What? <laughs> I don't get it." Anyway, we we go back to uh, Hohenheim, and he's like, "Okay, Trisha." He's doing one hundred percent Old Testament Bible shit. He says, Trisha, I will wait for you. And he looks at the shitty picture of him with his family when everyone else was happy and he was crying because he's a stone. I forgot about his shithead pose in that picture. Fucking loser. Like, I like him before and after this scene, but during this scene, I was just like, fuck you, smile. This idiot, last photo with your family that you carry with you for one million years and you look like a fucking idiot. But then he emotionally says, tomorrow, Trisha, and that's Poggers, babe, honestly. When I saw that, that was, that was pretty sick. (laughs) Let's go. (laughs) Um, anyway, we go back, he's, we go back to Edward Elric and he just buys like, a big stack of cloth and fucking alchemizes it into his red coat that everyone knows him to have and it has his symbol on it. He literally, he puts fucking, he puts flame decals on his brother Alphonse and says it makes him go faster. I'm fucking eight years old. It's sick. <laughs> and then the, one of the Chimera guys are like, why does it have to be red? Like, you stand out more. And he's like, oh, well, if I'm gonna die, I might as well do it on my terms. And then he just fucking drops it on the floor. Like, doesn't wear it. It's pretty cool. Um... Then they're walking through, like, the dark woods for some reason. This is where he develops the Tyrion Lannister season 8 mindset. Yeah, he's, he says, oh, uh, you two uh, chimeras should just, like, leave now. Yeah, we should all part ways. He's like, yeah, you you don't have anything uh, involved in this, with any of these uh, quarrels, so you should just kind of go. And then they're both like, well, we don't really have much else going on right now, so. Yeah, also, you're not the fucking boss, and Greed's like, you're not the boss, I am Greed! I'll I'm never, Greed. I'll never tell you why I'm going back to Central. Uh, and Look, the, your but brother! Then, then the Chimera's are like, I don't know, actually, these bodies are, like, kind of cool. <laughs> like, I can get a little nutty with it. Yeah, like, it's pretty sick. I can get really strong. I like see in the dark. Anyway, I don't know. I'm good with it. Um. So then they stop and see normal Alphonse. Standing. <laughs> he says, "Hey, what's up? I'm regular. I have no eyes now." He's standing like that uh, picture of Ted Cruz in like an elevator or something. <laughs> like he doesn't know how to. Wow, stand. a brother made of metal. <laughs> wow, first words. Um, and he's like, "Hello, I am Alphonse. Please." Uh, <laughs> Her first words were, I like tasting food. I, hello, uh, one apple pie and 40 sodas, please. I'm Alphonse. 
Um, I know I'm already sort of meeting our exceeding our episode quota of Game of Thrones reference um, mm-hmm. slash a Song of Ice and Fire reference. I just need to do one more. This is exactly Brienne of Tarth, the Dance with Dragons, where she just like comes out of the forest and says, hey, what's up? Come into the forest. The look on your face will be awesome. I promise. It's epic yeah. in there. <laughs> Listen, there's some wild shit going on in here. You got to check this You're out. You're going to love it, Jamie. It's going to be go, so come sick. On. Look, just look. Just take a look. Come on. But then, in this case, they just go and Salim is standing there and everyone claps. So, Greed is doing the famous uh, Enyaba sweating that we haven't seen in a while. And then, um, oh, this is where Ling sort of busts out and he's like, get away from the kid because concentrated evil is leaking out of the metal kid. He says, hey, that's a nasty little boy they got going on over there. Um, Anyway, uh, it's actually tricked. It's a pride. Can I tell you the, like, evil pride Alphonse look kind of sick? I think it's... I think it's... I think it's less than the sum of its parts. Because yeah. it looks sick, but it's, like, it's two nice boys. It is, yeah. So, I mean, you can't improve perfection. So I know, it's just, like, I would rather have them... It's, you know, you put, uh... What's, what's two condiments that you like? Hey, how about uh, peanut butter and jelly? Right. It's like how you'd rather have those separate. Exactly. <laughs> Thanks so for the alley on that one. So you can, uh, yeah, enjoy the flavors yeah. without mixing them together. And if you, listen, then you get bread in there and it's just a whole fucking it's thing. It's Salim is Skittles, Alphonse is M&M's. They're both good, but you put them in a bowl together and it's like, no, I want them separate. Exactly. And then you get the one you don't think it is and you say, yuck, this and is And then Salim. you eat peanut butter by itself out of the jar and do the same with jelly later. Yeah, exactly. That way you, hey, listen, it's the most efficient way to get the full flavor of each thing so we I don't see eat peanut butter and jelly so sorry we see uh salim alphonse combi and then we get a mm-hmm. fucking grumman splash screen and it's like yeah. if you say so all right is that say. the character you want to show off right now uh yeah uh to remind you of, of this guy who you're invested in um it's fucking miles and grumman and they're at the big train explosion and miles is like have they found if you body and grumman is like no i'm going to look for it yeah, Major um, Miles is like, there's no way he could possibly be alive knowing that he's humongous. I bet he's probably still gone. And Grumman's like, oh, I won't believe he's dead till I see it for myself. And then we get two minutes of him just, like, staring into the middle distance and talking out of his brain. Yeah. And he's like, okay, so here's what's going to happen. If Mustang or Armstrong start anything, they're going to be rebels. And then if that happens, then I'm going to come in, General Grumman, on a white horse, which doesn't mean anything, and I don't have it the next episode. And then we zoom out of that, and then we cut to Miles, who's also doing brain thinking, and he goes, that's probably what he's thinking. Yeah, <laughs> everybody, he knows. everybody who's ever thought about Grumman knows that he's up to shit. Yeah. It's pretty good. He's like, this old man is doing something. Um, I have an idea, but uh, I don't know. We'll see. We'll see where this goes. Here's my thing about this scene. I don't, oh. you know me, you know where my sort of politics lie. Mm-hmm. Um, I know where your politics lie. I don't think either of us think that historically primogeniture is an overall good thing. Mm-hmm. It's got problems. <laughs> but. But. <laughs> uh-huh. Oh, fuck. Bradley's dead. Who's the damn heir going to be? Fuck. I don't know. If only he had a firstborn son. If only he had a firstborn son that never ages so he can be the heir forever. If only he had a son who's been eight years old for at least the past 50 years. <laughs> 
<laughs> you know, we had a delightful boy king. Um, raise, raise your hand if you think Salim should be the new king and a million, like, dark hands yes. reach into the sky. Well, I guess uh, that's democracy for you, so... Yeah. Anyway, my next note is just, this is indisputably your brother's body. Um, oh, because Ed, Ed is like, ah, this must must be a trick of humongous. And then they're like, no, that's that's him. Um, oh, this is um, uh, this is where we have my next note is a storytelling moment. Mm-hmm. This okay. is uh, the uh, storytelling moment of the week. Uh, okay. Hang on. Mm-hmm. Hang on. Here it goes. All right. I'm excited. Ready to hear it. Here it goes. Air- Thank you. Storytelling mm-hmm. moment of the week. Uh, Edward Elric doesn't know who the fuck Pride is. He, I know! He doesn't know! He never that, learned it. And he, even, like, Greed has to be like, yeah, I have, like, an older an older brother mm-hmm. <laughs> who is humongous also. But like, I that, like how... That kicks ass. That Yeah, he never met him. He doesn't he know. But he's immediately just like, I'm gonna fuck this kid up. Like, <laughs> I'm, gonna, yeah. I'm gonna destroy him. It's because he, yeah, he hasn't had time to sort of, like, uh, fall in love with the child. Um, like, back in the day, we were like, damn, it's weird that uh, Edward Elric didn't witness Maze Hughes' death and he, t- he doesn't magically know about it. Yeah, he And she's still at that. it. She's still hitting us with it. It's, it's crazy. Good. It's weird when every character doesn't just somehow know everything that happened immediately. But. Yeah, it's pretty wild. But I, how many Emmys has this show won, so... I he, my thing with with when Salim was was being naughty, um, and he was like, "I'd have your brother's body." Doesn't it make you angry? Like I thought, I thought that it was going to be kind of like, "Hey, you'd better do whatever I say, be- or I'll make one of my nasty little fingers like go over his alchemy symbol and like I'll wipe it off or whatever," which wouldn't be good for him. Mm. But that doesn't really. See- He's just kind of like. <laughs> And I'm gonna use it to kick your ass. Yeah, he's like, I'm gonna mess you up real bad. He's like, <laughs> he you're, you're, you're right that big I can't muscles. kill you, but I'm gonna like cut your other leg right. off or something. Now that Who I knows? don't have the sense of taste, my sense of strength is is bigger. Yeah. Also, Mister Gorilla has a pretty good bit uh, where Ed is like, "Okay, you guys go run away," and they're already hiding behind. They're the tree. constantly like, uh, "Our animal instincts is telling us uh, in the fight or flight dilemma to flight right now." Yeah. Um, anyway, Salim is being, um, evil Lord of Darkness, and he says, like, ooh, I, I captured your friend. What if I capture the slums people as well? Ooh. Yeah, there's, mm, I, and I can't kill you, but I can, like, vivisect you and shit. That's still pretty I can, evil. I can, I can mess you up pretty bad. I'm Salim. This I'm, is how I talk when I'm, I'm evil. I'm Salim. I'm acting. I'm pretending to be evil. The next, like, starting now from until, like, basically the end of next episode is just a series of me having notes that are just, like, all caps looking for explanations about things. Okay. Uh, And then Hiromu Arakawa 30 seconds later being like, don't worry, Brooks. Okay, well, let's see see if we can work through this. Like, my next thing is, like, what's up with the fucking tunnel then? Like, he couldn't get out because of the, the light or... But then he's a little boy, and he's fine. But yeah, then I don't know. But then I then I learned. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Anyway, Ed does a cool trick. He says, "Check this out. It's alchemy." And he makes a big rock, and somehow all the power goes out everywhere. Right? Yeah, and he yeah, it makes everything pitch black. Um, 
which makes it so like if nobody if everybody if everybody just like walked through the tunnel and didn't light a flame Salim would well, just be like Well, if you remember oh, if you remember it. there were those like two Briggs guys that someone found them and they lit a torch and they were like, "Oh no, put it out." Ah. So, oh, that's right. Yeah, so damn story storytelling moment. Mhm. Um anyway, so this is I, like I just knew that. Yeah, so they're all like greed uh, becomes uh, the the narrator in this scene because <laughs> mm-hmm. Mr. Lion's like, "Hey, greed, what the fuck?" And greed's just like, "Oh, well, there's no shadow without light." That's what I always say. That's mm-hmm. my slogan. And also for this scene, the moon, I guess, isn't out. <laughs> like it's a very cloudy right mm-hmm. before the eclipse. Famously, always yeah, very con- convenient. But it's neat though. I'm not, it's not a criticism because it's neat because I thought about it. And like, it's neat because like pride needs light to be seen like an ego thing. Mm. It's like if nobody, you know, you can't see it, there's nothing to be proud of, you know? And then also we have greed like who can't see and is like stumbling around with his arms straight out. It's pretty it good. Pretty, it was pretty good. Um, but then, yeah, then he's like, oh, his main form is somewhere in this forest. He's using yeah. his container. He's got a boy-shaped container out there somewhere. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, so that fucking, like, tiger man just leaps out and just starts, like, destroying Salim. Yeah, we see, we go to the boy container, and this is just, like, a boy who went out into the woods, and he's voluntarily wearing his Oshkosh Bagash good boy outfit. And he's like, this, this fucking sucks. I can't see anything. Interesting. He's standing, he's standing like I do when I like spill a cup of juice or something. And I just kind of stand there for a minute before I'm like, oh shit, I got to clean this up. Yeah. Like, and just <laughs> see what happened. I'm like, oh God. All right. Just fucking let it spread out while you're just thinking about what you're going to have to do. Yeah, exactly. Um, so then, yeah, Tiger Man slashes Salim and he's bad now. And he's fucking doing like a million punches to him and throwing him across the, the whole <laughs> fucking forest. Salim just getting like fucking Bane backbrickered over his back and the whole time he's like, oh, pretty interesting attacking me in this form without being bothered by attacking a sweet little guy. Uh, but then Gluttony shows up. I have a, before we get to that, I have a question about how Salim works. Okay. So he's like, he's getting swiped by, swiped by this big lion monster and it's not even breaking his skin. And I can see that maybe being like a, a sort of four kid style choice of just like not. But then Gluttony gets fucked up. That's true. My thing is like, so if Salim is always pretending to be a little boy, does he have to like actively falsify boo-boos? Cause he has, right. to, cause his mom, if you were a mom and you had an eight year old little boy who'd never had a boo boo, you'd probably think something was up. What he probably does is he like, oh, t- today I will trip and fall down the stairs. <laughs> and then he uses his like nasty little arms to like give himself scratches and be like, ouchie, ouchie. Ow, and then fuck. That, I, as soon as the, as, uh, mom Bradley puts a bandaid on it, he's like, zoop, just like heals that right up. Wow, it's, it's, mom, your kiss did it. Thank you. Thank you. I feel so much better. I'm going to go sit by a campfire now. So. (laughs) I'm going to go put on a vest and a button down and go stand alone in the woods perfectly still. Yeah. (laughs) What else is an eight year old to do? Okay. Have fun fun on your car ride, mom. Okay. Good night, mom. Make sure you leave my nightlight on so there's just enough light, uh, (laughs) like near the window. Um, in case I need to open it and see to yeah. open it to get a breeze in here. So, thanks, Mom. Man, Pride must have been fucking stoked when electricity was invented. Oh, hell yeah. It's not like this is way fucking easier, dude. This is so fucking great, dude. 
I can hit a switch and get all nasty. Yes. Let's yeah. go. Can you tell we don't want to talk about gluttony because gluttony's here? Gluttony's here. And then um, he says, mm-mm, I've been smelling tasty treats. Mm, I and can I think, I smell this person. He's a new person. This is interesting. I love and it. And then gluttony. fucking go- Mr. Gorilla uses some terminology we've never heard before. He says, how am I supposed to fight a monster class opponent like him? <laughs> <laughs> like, that's a fucking Pokemon type. Yeah. Like, yeah, it might as well be. Um, so he anyway. fucking, anyways, he <laughs> hits Edward Elric with the V-Trigger and the Rainmaker in the dark. He says a man's gotta have nerve. Victory favors those who strike first, and he fucking hits Ed with the Rainmaker immediately. It's pretty funny. It's good. Um, Is this where uh, Ling Yao, like, calls for the Mario Kart double dash technique? Yeah, he's like, hey, uh, hit the button and switch with me. Uh, I can can get three red shells. I can sense um, when the shells are gonna come up, so I can, like, dodge them easily. (laughs) Great's like, fine, but don't run off with it. Be nice to it. Treat it nice. Yeah, and Ling Yao says, it's my body. It's Um, it's true. I thought, but I really liked that there was no, like, uh, like, there was no transformation scene. He just, like, closed his eyes, and then you know that's Ling Yao. Yeah, because he pops out and he's like, mmm, hungry. And then, no, this homunculus, I understand. Mm-hmm. This is, and then like, so Ling is epic for a little while, and then we just get the little anime pop out of greed, mm-hmm. being like, "Nice one, greed work, partner. That it's, was great. That was greed. It's so good. It's it's. I like him. I'm just gonna um, say it. So then there's like all these fights going around, and it just ex- says, "Explain it to me, the normal guy," <laughs> because he doesn't know what's happening. He is the most regular person, probably. <laughs> yeah. In in this like current group, yes, that is true. Um. So then Gluttony's like getting into his nasty mode. He's which so and it's just it's great because it he has absolutely no menace the second time, which I'm so good with. Mm-hmm. It's like you already you know that like this isn't going to be a two episode arc where it's like how can I fucking beat this guy again? You're like yeah 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 we know we've seen this already. Um. But then, like, ooh, some some like blows by, and like a greed gets sliced up, and like the wind is like, and you're like, oh, what's this? And then uh, Ling Yao he says, I've been waiting for you, Lan Fan. Oh, I bet you forgot about Lan Fan, huh? I didn't because I saw her in the intro a couple weeks ago, and I was oh, like, shit. that's mm, that's a little uh, intuitive moment over there. Anyway, for me. she's back, and she's. Just fucking destroying gluttony and slicing him all up. fucking domes him. And it's very cool that, like, in an episode this late, in sort of what I'm assuming to be sort of close to the Act 3, that, like, what's up, I'm Lan Fan, can be the epic conclusion, and it works. Yeah, and you're like, oh shit, it's Lan Fan. (laughs) You're, like, excited about it. Hell yeah. I sure don't remember the old guy that comes up later, but Lan Fan I remember. Fu, Fu took, um... Maria Ross to that explains like, through it. the desert, yeah, and he's back now. Um, in the preview for the next one, the narrator says, "Will you claim victory by the blood of your friends, or won't you?" Like, yeah, yeah. those are probably the only two options in life. So, yeah, and it's it's like also I uh, this sort of post episode notes, sort of thinking through everything. I was just very impressed that the prior episode ended with the fucking father central cliffhanger, and this episode had no Kimberly in it, no mm-hmm. Scar in it, no father in it, and it's still, like, it's good, and I'm not, I'm dramatically satisfied. And then in the next episode, when you get that scene, they're all just sitting at a it's table. so <laughs> like, fucking funny. 
Like, it's regular. Whatever. Swap is just in the corner. <laughs> He's he's never fully in the. He's doing like the fucking goof. Like he he's so tall that he's never fully yeah, centered. Yeah, he's Mrs. Bellum. It's really good. Um. Anyway, let's check it with the Patreon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Dot com slash Post Game of Thrones. Where if you like, you can donate to us. At one dollar a month, you get all of our bonus podcasts, including Carry Me Home that I do with producer Kim. Uh, we're gonna we're gonna check out. Well, of course, you know we have to watch Hamilton. So, yeah. um, that's going to take a while. That's uh, true. And then we're going to watch uh, Funny Season 2. So that's the next one. Uh, there's also Words and Deeds that I do with Brooks. We talk about Metal Gear. We're currently going through Metal Gear Solid 4. Um, you're going you're gonna to meet Big Mama soon. I bet you're really excited about that. I, c- I can't wait to meet Big Mama. Uh... $5 a month, you get all that, plus you can request albums for us to talk about on Fun Point, and you get a shout-out at the end of episodes that we always remember to do. Uh, $10, you get all that, plus special user status in Discord, and we will make a monster for you in Fire Pro Wrestling. We gotta do wrestling with some... New Japan's gonna have fans in a week. Is that... Yeah? They're gonna be one-third capacity in Osaka. Okay. So... So it's what is it going to be like an impact wrestling show? Let's go. Oh, get it, get their asses. Yeah, let's go. Like, I remember like a week ago where it's like, man, wrestling is just so like, it doesn't feel the same without the crowd. There is no way I could enjoy wrestling less at this moment. Yeah. (laughs) Hey, Kim's back. Kim's back. What'd you get? I got Mm -hmm. mozzarella sticks. Okay. And you're making a face like you got something else, too. Jumbo popcorn chicken. Popcorn chicken. Can I have a bite? Don't take my mozzi. I want to take, I want to take a, a popcorn take chicken. Take the little one. Oh, I'll take the little one. Okay, Brooks, can you... Uh, Patreon.com slash thirds. Can you introduce the next episode where I take a bite of my popcorn chicken? Yeah, sure. Memoirs and Misinformation, a novel, coming out July 7th, 2020. Um... Meet Jim Carrey. Sure, he's an insanely successful and beloved movie star drowning in wealth and and privilege, but he's also lonely. Maybe past his prime. Maybe even getting fat? He's tried diets, gurus, and cuddling with... Oh, he's cuddling with his military-grade Israeli guard dogs, but nothing seems to lift the cloud of emptiness and ennui. Even the sage advice of his best friend, actor and dinosaur skull collector Nicolas Cage, isn't enough to pull Carrey out of his slump. Jim Carrey's memoir is coming out in three days, and I just wanted to sort of check in with you and Kim on, are you ordering one for both of you, or for is this, And this own? is real. This is, this not is like real. Funny... It's coming out in three days, and the title looks, the cover looks like such shit. It looks it's like that, the Drill book cover. It's not like a funny, like, Judd Apatow no, movie? No, it's a, it's a memoir novel hardcover that's coming out in three days. Hey, Kim, Jim Carrey's memoirs are coming out in three days. What does that mean? We'll have to read it and find out. What does he want to say? He wrote him? I don't know. He probably ghost wrote him. Uh-huh. So. Well, it's going to have to be part of Carry Me Home. It's, is it, is it, it's not a movie. It's media. It's not a TV it, show. I think if he, if be. he reads the audiobook aloud, I think it's Okay, can yeah, if he, if he reads the audiobook version. <laughs> then we'll. I would. D-E-P-R-E-S-I-N. That'd be funny if you, like. Did That'd the Jim Carrey really. voice about, like, his own shit. That'd be really funny. That'd be funny. Yeah, the anyway. next episode... 
Um, now I'm looking at Jim Carrey books on. There's a lot of them on it. What's, on, uh, what's it called? So I can look this up well. Memoirs uh, and misinformation, which I bet he fucking goes in on fake news. So funny. So funny. Does that have a funny name? Memoirs and misinformation, colon, a novel. It looks like shit. It looks really bad, doesn't it? Why is that the cover? If you could make the name of his memoir, what would you call it, Eddie? Uh, the Jim Carrey book. <laughs> it's it's going to be called... Carrey it's going to be called Somebody Read Me. <laughs> that would have been good. Right? Uh, memoirs, huh? Uh, yeah. Well, see you later. <laughs> Anyway, um, yeah, my my Jim Carrey memoir title would just be his entire like monologue from Bruce Almighty, where he's mean to the old woman, mm. the heart of the ocean <laughs> pearl. That would be really good. Be pretty funny. So the next episode, Oath in the Tunnel, mm-hmm. we open up with Land Fan just fucking continuing. I, can, to I just, can I gluttony. say this? This title actually disappointed me because I thought it was going to be about the Salim Tunnel. Yeah, I um, I'm looking back and that wasn't in it, and that is also what I was looking forward to. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I kind of thought like else, but, Salim you know. and Mr. Hohenheim would go back into the tunnel and be like, "It's time to have an oath to work together to defeat the evil or whatever." Mm-hmm. Anyway, it's it's something else. So, so did we? Was I'm sure it was, and I just you know my memory sometimes. Uh, so it was established that Ling's squad could like sense humongouses through chi before, or yes. are we learning that now? Well, I don't know if it's like. I don't know if when it was first came up, they knew, like, oh, uh, this is what humongous is. But any anyone who can, do, like, sense the tree is like, oh, there's a, like, huge disturbance or whatever yeah. over here. And I remember uh, Mei Chan was like, oh, it's nasty down there. It's like, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So uh, now they just know, like, oh, this is what a humongous is like. So. Right. Mm-hmm. Uh, anyway, Lanfan cuts Gluttony's head in half hot dog style. So pretty that good. was pretty sick. Um, I I don't know who says it, but someone says you're quite the stud having a fine woman like her hidden away. That was greed. It <laughs> sounds like a so it was greed talking to Ep- Ling he was Yao. talking to how epic uh, Ling is for having a badass woman friend. Uh huh. Yeah. Um. Can I can I tell you something? I don't know if this will be a controversial for you. Were you? Was it because you were sort of moved by something? For, like, the rest of this episode, like, I kind of felt bad for Gluttony. See, I thought you were going to say that. Uh-huh. And I did mean, you, it's... Did you it's... like it? Oh, I fucking loved it, dude. <laughs> <laughs> it was fucking sick. Even when his picture comes up after the break and he's, like, crying and reaching out. It's what the he fucking deserves. He ate the boy. <laughs> he did. He ate the boy. I did and it's about full that. circle, baby. Yeah. Can't fucking! I can't even tell you what happened in the middle of this episode because <laughs> you were just running around and clapping so much. Yeah, so fucking old man Fu shows up and he was the guy. Maybe this was like the fail man guy that I was thinking of last episode. Mm-hmm. There's some old man who's a character who showed up before, but anyway, probably fail man. Yeah, it's probably fail man. So uh, Ed Edward Elric's like, "What's up? I'm the protagonist. I'm gonna go help Land Fan be epic." But then. <laughs> She just immediately obliterates Gluttony with a fucking flashbang. Well, he does say, like, oh, she's only had her automail for, automail for six months, so this is gonna come up later. Yeah, she's doing fucking modern warfare trick shots across the arena tomahawk throw. Yeah, she drops a grenade and he does a big, like, comedy 
like Team Rocket blasting <laughs> he's, off. He's playing Griff Ball with a gravity hammer. Yeah. Uh, then we go back and Heinkel, L- Lion Man, is still just like destroying Salim and fucking like giant swinging him and around and slaying him. Salim's just vibing. He's, in, he's like, I'm enjoying the ride. What can you do? Yeah. <laughs> he's just having a good time. Oh, and this and, is where, so like he's like getting sweaty and annoyed. And Salim fucking gets up and dusts his shoulder off. He does. He said Jay-Z. He says, he says, damn, I'm feeling like a pimp. And he, he brushes his mm-hmm. shoulder off. He says, off. you can't see me. He does the John Cena hand, but it's very dark, so the viewer can't see it. But like, if you sense, <laughs> it would be very funny if the, all the little hands did the um, did the famous five knuckle shuffle. You can't see me. That would be pretty good. Um, Remember anyway, Madam Christmas? We go back to Madam Christmas. This is the bar that Roy Mustang goes to, and we we see the beautiful subtitles that says Celine Bradley is not strictly speaking human. <laughs> And then Roy's is, like, flipping over all these pictures, and you see Salim with, like, a Secret Service guy, and it says, like, 1915. And then he looks at another one of, like, Salim, you know, like, on top of a horse with a guy, and it says, like, 1846. Yeah, Salim invents camera. And, look, all of them, he looks exactly the same. Yeah, it's all the pictures of, like, fucking, like, it's it's fucking Queen Elizabeth with Gerald Ford. Isn't that fucking wild? Mm-hmm. But it's just all exactly the same. Like, fucking Madam Christmas is like, evidence is determined that Salim was baby 20, perhaps even 50 years ago. Great. We love it. Um, and then he's like, oh, what what other information did you find that, that was very hard to get? And and I remembered they don't have, like, internet in this time. Yeah. Um, she's like, oh, there are records of Bradley being born and raised in some town, but no one has ever heard of the Bradley family. And then it's like, well, his name is King Bradley, so you don't kind of forget that person. Yeah. He, <laughs> he was banned after a, a, a Burger King vandalism incident. Yeah. And even, like, she's like, I wonder why the fake news media isn't reporting on this. And meanwhile, Mustang is just sort of looking at the picture some more, which is reasonable. Yeah. Um... And that he he he's looking at the pictures that say like eighteen thirteen. He's like, "Wow, this is great." And then he looks at the camera and he says, "The military can fabricate anything they want to." Yeah. And then he, t- he takes out a pen and he starts writing out S E L. Yeah. I think I'm onto something. Wait, hold on, hold on. <laughs> Why is nobody talking about this? I got to go tell Olivier. Um. Then just like a couple of guys from the town go to the forest where everyone's fighting, and they're like, "Oh shit, that lion is attacking that little boy." <laughs> And fucking Salim Bradley fucking pog champ. Uh-huh. And like as soon as the like they bring their their bright light and he makes a million eyes and just fucking obliterates Mr. Lion, who mm. I thought was immediately dead, and I was like, oh, it's because I just like he died for the crime of me suddenly liking him. Uh-huh. Um but then then don't no, worry. He just uh, got cut up a little bit, but then a big fire starts and Salim has big light again to be shadow shadow. Yeah, man. he makes a big like epic long spear, presumably to like color with, and then Edward Elric shows up and, mm-hmm. and saves the day. Big air quotes. And I feel like Ed Ed says something like, "Oh, you're a mean monster, but you're just a little boy." And then Salim says, "Outside appearances are only superficial, isn't that right, my little alchemist?" <laughs> and I, I don't know, like, the exact... It's probably not a one-to-one transi- transition, but the way it's, like, animated and had the subtitle come up, Ed is, like, having lava burst out of his ears even before Salim finishes talking. He knows what's coming. <laughs> yeah. It's so fucked up. Like, it's such a fucked up thing to say. <laughs> like... Imagine... It's like Danny DeVito approaching Edward Elric and being like, what's up, shorty? 
Yeah. Oh. Also, in this scenario, Danny DeVito is fucking 800 years old, and he looks like he's seven. <laughs> to make he it sta- even better. He stays winning. He does. <laughs> um... Anyway, uh, we go to fucking cut- Madam Christmas, and I have never fucking seen these gumshoe detectives in my entire. They're, they're fucking just life. like no name army guys, and they go, they're like, "Hey, that lady, Madam Christmas, that's Chris Mustang, that's Roy Mustang's foster mother," and they say, "Okay, let's tactically we tactically ascertain that we now have required a warrant to raid Madam Christmas's establishment," and it just fucking explodes. <laughs> I but tactically we, attempted to, from my Ford Model T, I tactically attempted to enter the Madam Christmas establishment, and I was denied at the point of service due to explosion. We we, att- we attempted to take meal at the Madam Christmas <laughs> undercover establishment. <laughs> oh my god, it's been fucking 20 years since taking meal at the Shake Shack location. Um, and then, and then I like, we don't see these guys again, so either one, it's like, they exploded and died, or two, they're like, huh, Weird that there was an explosion in a place that was last seen entered by hey, the flame hey, alchemist, hey. Roy Mustang. <laughs> huh. Hey, one of, one of these employees put an explosion in my milkshake. Hey, I ordered a martini. When I said shaken, what I meant was I'm the comedian <laughs> cop now. How's everybody doing tonight? <laughs> Having a good time, Kim? Oh, sorry. This um, is one of the worst attended open mics I've ever done. Hey, yo. Is this just Andrew Dice Clay? Like, <laughs> um, okay. So, uh, Roy, Roy Mustang's in, like, the sewers or whatever with Madam Christmas, his foster mother, by the way. And she says, like, you should be thinking about what's going to happen tomorrow in this country. You know, just here. Don't, don't worry about anything else. Yeah, bye. Hope you're not in a body bag when I see you next, King. Love you. Okay, see you later. She's like, well, I gotta go lay low for a bit because you kind of fucking exploded my, like, shop, but okay, bye. Yeah. Um, and then we go to the the commercial and, and we see sad gluttony, so you must have been, like, hooting and hollering at this. It's, pr- I, I wanted to post it in the chat. Uh-huh. <laughs> it's pretty good. Mm-hmm. Listen, that's why the spoiler function exists. That's true. So uh, this is where, like, uh, Roy goes to meet with, like, Fury and Jontron and Hawkeye. Yes. Yeah. And Black Hayate's there. Good feeling Black about Hayate's this. There. Uh, yeah, because all his crew's there, and he's like, "Oh, do you know you weren't followed?" And Riza is like, "Oh, well, if anything, this little guy would react." And Black Hayate was there. It would have been funny if if Black Hayate started barking at Roy Mustang. That would have been that, a little. That would be uh, funny. What if there was like, what if Full Metal Alchemist Brotherhood Two was like. Okay, now I'm gonna give you, like, the perspective of, like, the humunculuses, and you have to, like, fight Black Hayate. Oh my god. And it's like, damn, there's bad guys on both sides. I don't know if I could watch it. Yeah, it'd be pretty um, fucked up. So, Ray, fucking Ray Mustang, he says, okay, we have a one-way ticket to the battlefield. Win or lose, there's no coming back from this. You've only have one order. Don't die. Okay, but, like, what, like, what do I do, though? Like, like, what's our plan? Like, okay. <laughs> I wish Sun Tzu like, had thought of that one. Like, okay, that's pretty sick, Bloss, but, like, what else? <laughs> he said, he's literally like, it seems like we're walking into a trap because this is too easy. Let's mm. get out there, boys. Let's, let's run. Listen, it's either a trap and we're all going to fucking die or it's going to be epic. So let's just go with the epic one because that seems better. Yeah, let's epic Deadpool. We They say that they've, like... 
we've tactically procured the Bradley family schedule for the next several days, which I assume is like the chore wheel. Yeah. Like so Well, it makes sense it makes sense because Riza said like she knows it and she's his like personal assistant. Right. So Yeah. Damn, that's ooh, hoisted by his own petard. He said, Goodbye, Riza, I'm leaving to go take a train. <laughs> I'm going to be safe. You don't need to come. Bye. Bye. Um so what happens next? Oh yeah, um it's like Ed fighting uh little little boy Pride and he's firing a million pointy arms at him and Ed is like, Oh, good thing I kept my northern auto mail, remember this? Yeah, good things prior events are playing in the present. It's made of carbon fiber, like our friend Greed. And then yeah, remember Buccaneer? Is like, he's like, Oh shit, it's like Greed. He learned from him. <laughs> So, like, yeah, Salim gets pissed, and he sends his little hands out to go pick up Al's metal body to make Ed mad. He's like, he's okay, well, this isn't getting me anywhere, so I think I'm just gonna, like, make you super pissed off. Yeah, I'm gonna, he, ma- I'm gonna make Alphonse's body do epic Gangnam style to make you angry. He he does a big, pu- like, puppet trick to Alphonse, and he does Opa Spongebob style. <laughs> and um, he's like, okay, now, Mr. Fu, and Fu jumps in and throws a big flash bomb. In the middle of everything. Um, my next line is just miserable greed. <laughs> okay. In quotes. Hmm. Um, so I, I'm guessing Salim said that. That seems like something he would say, yeah. Um, yeah. Oh, but it's probably like, oh, you went to the side of Humman instead of Homunculin, so you're a fucking asshole. Um, what if so instead of a flash bomb, it was a flash mob, and Salim made Alphonse do the Harlem did, Shake? They all did Harlem Shake, and everyone in the town is doing Harlem Shake. <laughs> they they all come, come back on. They'll come in for a huge flash mob. Everyone like um, Theodorus and like um, Bobby the, from Briggs. No, like fucking uh, Mechfield or whoever inside Hohenheim. They all start like all the spirits. <laughs> That'd be pretty good. That'd be pretty good. Anyways, miserable greed. Anyway, you. Oh, greed would be so pissed if he was in Ling's body and he couldn't participate. Ah, uh, he would hate that. You want to take the next scene because you're probably a big fan of what happens next. Yeah, let me see what happens. So this is where like Lanfan's fighting and she's experiencing arm problem, but like still is kicking uh, Gluttony's ass. Um, and this is so Salim's like, now you've done it. Now I'm getting a little annoyed. Mm-hmm. And, oh, yeah, this is, okay, this is the miserable greed. That is, I do have that in my notes. And this is where, like, uh, yeah, Salim licks his lip epically and is like, yeah. Gluttony, how many times have you been killed? How many and, breads have you eaten? Yeah, in your he's life like, I, fucking a lot. I, but it's fine, though, because Father can make us again, unless we get, like, bisected uh, you, ha- hamburger hey, Salim, style. Salim, don't worry about it. Father can make you six times. Yeah, maybe next time he'll make six of us. That would be sick. <laughs> And then uh, Salim surrounds Gluttony with his uh, little fingers, and it's lunchtime, baby. Uh, so, so he like picks him up in like a big nasty gator mouth and mm-hmm. slices him in half, and we get a close up of Gluttony's face. And his last words, he cries out for lust because he's a little fucking pervert, mm-hmm. and the little hands eat him. Let's go. Let's. <laughs> everyone starts clapping. I was I was clapping, but I was like averting my gaze. So like you wouldn't see. My yeah, face. listen, we're we're still mourning Beto over here. Exactly. But no tear, no tears left for gluttony. Sorry, can't do I can't, it. Can't do it. Uh, someone says he devoured his own kind, which is a normal thing to say. And then Salim is like, mm, "It smells good." <laughs> <laughs> he's, 
He says, okay, this is epic. I can smell now, even though I am hungry. I smell Hohenheim now. Uh, I wonder oh, if this means he anything. Knows, he knows Mr. Ho is here. Also, Greed gets mad and does, like, metal Arthur Fist, which is pretty funny. It's good. Um, and then we go back to, like... The, Eight minutes the, of post credit scenes. The, yeah. It's, the episode, as far... Like, basically, the episode ends at this point, and then we see the ending. And then all this happens after the credits. And there's a post credit scene. Hey, remember the final boss of the show doing a coup two episodes ago? We're back at that. Yeah, it's it's uh, Father. He's sitting at the big table where Bradley sits. And he's like, hmm... What would Mustang do? And every all the like general guys are just like, oh, and they're pretending to think. Uh, I'd be stupid, am I right, boss? I'd be stupid and not have any friends. Yeah, I'd have no GF. I'd try to do fire in the rain. <laughs> and Olivier is like, um, he would probably try to take Mrs. Bradley into his custody as like a bargaining chip. And everyone's like, that's fucking stupid. That would be cringe to me, boss. Why would he do that? He's going to lose, lose subscriber. Cut to the next <laughs> scene where he's like, Mrs. Bradley, we are taking you into custody. <laughs> <laughs> Father eating cereal. He will never kidnap Mrs. Bradley. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and and they're both like. It. Yeah, Roy and Hawkeye are, like, obliterating the drivers, and they're both like, we're very sorry, come quietly, we love you and won't hurt you, get out here, let's go. Um, Brian Mustang, it's like, Visa Hawkeye, like, opens one door and she pulls a gun on Miss Bradley, she's like, please, Miss Bradley, just, like, cooperate and you'll be fine. And then Roy Mustang opens the other door, he's like, listen, everyone knows, especially me, that I'm a wife guy. This includes other wives, I respect them yeah. <laughs> forever, please, just come with us and you'll be fine. So all wives matter. He He did say that, yes. He did say that. And that's how the episode ends, with Roy Mustang looking into the camera and saying, all wives matter, and then... <laughs> it plays again. That's, why, that's the only thing you had in common with Maze Hughes. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's the episode. Can you fucking imagine if Alicia Hughes, like, didn't get her shredded cheese when they went out in the middle of a pandemic to get fajitas? Oh my god. Bro, Holy we shit. <laughs> We'd never hear. I need to go out to the phone booth and make a very specific call <laughs> to the government. I'm calling Yelp for several refunds over the yeah. phone at this one phone booth we have. Listen, I'm not going to close the door and I'm going to wait until it's nighttime before I make my call. <laughs> but then it's fucking like Roy Mustang trying to figure out. It's like the Salimus homunculus code, but he's just like, fajita cheese. Mm. <laughs> can't put it together it's everyone it's everyone looking at a picture that says fajita cheese and everyone's like i don't know that's right don't mustang know. i don't know what this means <laughs> anyway it just says fajita is delicious yeah. <laughs> oh god uh let me do some let me do some quick quick maths here for eight twelve. we have 12 episodes left of the show, which is six of uh, five grams of irons. Okay. So it's even less than we thought. Damn. Anyway, it's it's uh still this episode, so let's uh check out the questions. A lot of people want to talk about these episodes for some reason. A lot of people hate gluttony. What can I what can I say, you know? Um if you want to send us a question we post the day before we record. So it usually goes up on Friday or Saturday on our Twitter at you love to hear it. Uh, let's see. Let me scroll down here. Uh, first question comes from, from Twitter user Alex, A-L-I-X. Which outfit would you pref- would you wear if you were preparing for the last battle you might ever fight? So, 
Deadpool costume. Deadpool costume. So not not like a signature look. Like you would try to not like my my like Tampa Bay Vipers sweater and like the one pair of jeans that I have and like Converse style sneakers. I know this this isn't um traditional, but I would wear like huge basketball shorts on like the outside because from far away your enemies would be like that's not Eddie exactly, and then underneath it very small bike shorts. So, like, so tear like, away huge basketball shorts. Tear away huge basketball shorts. That's yeah. That's pretty good. And top is the, uh, the smocking, uh, tank top. So right. everyone would know how to identify me after I got destroyed in the, in the battle that I was about to participate <laughs> It's your sort of dog tag. Exactly, yeah. Um, let's see. Okay. From Bumblebreeze on Twitter. Who should greed and ling... Who should Greed slash Ling tag team go up against in P-Gut Championship Wrestling? And Salim will never tap out. That is true. That is true. Or And will Salim ever tap out? Well, you're, you subconsciously answered it correctly. I did, yeah. I, I projected myself onto that one. Um, so, do we want... what? Are we doing this by what would be, like, the most even match? Or, like, the strongest opponents we can throw at them? I'm trying to think of, like, a what's dramatically satisfying. So it's like... The, it's, the strongest tag team would be Elliot the Tormentor and Tom Nook. That's true. Like, that's just the most powerful. Um, so, remember, Greed and Ling, like... Is there anyone in P-Gut Championship Wrestling with, like, two, like, two souls that, and, like... Right, that's what I'm trying to, um... Trying to thread that needle. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know, I'm doing enhanced brain maths to see who who I can generate into. I, I, I all I'm going for is Oberyn right now. So um, maybe he could like he could like have the cool spear, and then he's the Viper, and then when he's dead on the ring forever, he's Oberyn. It's Oberyn and David Cage. Is David Cage in? He got championship wrestling? He should be, because okay. he made a game called Beyond Two Souls. Okay. Alright, we'll get him in there. I'll book And him. that's the one game we don't talk about all the time that he made. Yeah, I'll, I'll reach out to his agent and see if we can get him. Yeah. Uh, next one comes in from Friend of Show K on t- Twitter. This one says, what if his name was Roy Christmas? What if his name was Roy Christmas like Jim Carrey in Dumb and Dumber? Okay. Because Lloyd Christmas... Okay, now how about this? Let me switch this on you. Oh what shit! If his, what if his name was Lloyd Mustang? That that would be that's what his name should be in like Eternal Sunshine because that's yes. like a very cool name. <laughs> that's the name of a guy with GF is what I'm exactly. trying to say. You, yeah, definitely for sure. They'd have uh, to be like we're we're erasing your name too, sir, because there's no way you won't remember that you had GF with a name that cool. Yeah, sorry, your name was just too cool. You have to be Jim Carrey now. I'm for Mark her. Ruffalo, and I'm taking your name. Yeah, uh, from the Magnus Arch Vibes on Twitter. Notice how Salim saw Greed and Ling being the best sons and friends, and was like, and was like, how? How? Okay. <laughs> I guess I'm just gonna, but, so the, the gist of this is Salim saw greed and Ling and was like gluttony we gotta get in on that so if you could choose to ride body shotgun with a character who would you choose greed and Ling are taken already yeah. hiya what's up everybody I'm Barry the Chopper and Brooks I'm in here too Brooks, what's up Brooks, it's me you're doing great king and then I'm pissed off because in order to make the gimmick work I have to be like Jimmy the Slicer or whatever <laughs> I'm like oh shit alright <laughs> Whatever. 
<laughs> I wish I was Lloyd Mustang. I God, I wish I was Lloyd Mustang. Um, is Black Hayate on the table? Is is that actually pretty good? Yeah, you're with your dying breath when you're dying in your huge basketball shorts. The last words you say are Black Hayate <laughs> when I'm bleeding out. Uh, yeah. <laughs> And 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 I'm like sliced across the chest, so it says like it just says like smock, and that's it. That's all you yeah. can see because the rest is blood. Damn. Yeah. Um. Let's see. <laughs> from uh from Antigone K. Black Lives Matter on Twitter. Did either of you used to run up the stairs on all fours when you were a kid? If so, when did you stop doing it? Was this? Did I miss Ed doing this, or is this just sort of a general question? I, I, I don't know, but I like it. Kim, I, I like you it. stop running Probably up? Probably, like, age 12. Age 12? Yeah. The thing is, probably... y'all have, y'all, this is no, no, no shade. Y'all have some steep stairs over there. Yeah, I don't do. know if that would, that might make it easier. I think I might make it a little harder. It's, like, too vertical. Did you, you lived in this house when you were 12? Yeah. Brooks has scattered those stairs. He says they're very steep. They're a little steep. Yeah. They're very creaky. How many are there? 14. Yep. There you go. That's all you have to remember. You'll be great. It's quite a bit. I I think I did stop in high school because <laughs> we did have a two-story uh, building. And yeah, counter more. question. Yes. When did everybody stop sliding down the stairs on their butt? Um, Probably, like, the first time I got hurt really bad. So the first time you did it? Yes. Do you mean, like, when you put, like, a mattress on top of the stairs and then you ride the mattress You never down? just sat down on your, your butt and, like, bop, 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 like, Oh, down. God, yeah, I did use... Oh, my God. Yeah, it's so fucked that. up to be a kid. It's really fucked up to be a kid. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, that really is... Even if Salim was regular, he'd probably be fine. He, yeah, like, <laughs> but he's doing it, he's doing it, and it hurts so bad, but he's like, I will, I'll just keep a normal face. Like, this yeah. is no worse than when I battled Heinkel in the forest. Yeah. <laughs> I did see a very relatable meme where it was just like making, it's like kids can like fall off the roof and just like get a boo boo. But like, I was fucking playing NBA 2K yesterday mm-hmm. and I was like laying on my side and I got up and like I couldn't walk on my one knee because I thought I was gonna fucking tear my knee. Just cause mm-hmm. I was like, I, I laid down wrong for two hours. I had to order a special custom pillow because I have to sleep on my back and I'm never comfortable and my body hurts all the time. So I had to get a special pillow for that. So. It's pretty good. It's pretty good. Yeah. Onward and upward. Uh, next one, I believe, comes in from uh, Jordang, spelled with many emojis on Twitter. This one just says, Winrar Win Rockbell, no question, love the show. <laughs> thank you. Thank, thank you. Agreed. Um, agreed! There you go. So that's, how, that's how Greed would introduce himself. See, a lot of, I, I know we get a lot of, like, um, fun feedback for all the good voices we do. My favorite ones are the ones who just don't sound like the character at all. Even like the slightest hint of what I am they gonna, could I'm gonna come back like. and I'm gonna watch the show in like five years. And I'm gonna be like, why the, is this a new like sub? Like, why does a new like Japanese dub? Why does why does Greed sound like that? One, I thought there were 16 gluttonies in this show. Two, Greed does not yeah, sound like that. Yeah, more four kids bullshit censoring yeah. five of the six gluttonies. Mm. Uh, all right, we're we're going over, so I'm gonna have to, to let's just blast through. Yeah. Some of Thanks these. for the questions, folks. Um, let me see. Uh, from at MothRex on Twitter, you are invited to Gluttony's funeral. What <laughs> gift I am. do you bring? Do you make a speech? That's my that's my sort of fuck the nanny state. I am going to congregate. <laughs> yeah, that's my one thing. That's my one. That's your protest that you're going yeah. to, and you're like smiling the whole time. Yeah, I've waited my whole life for this moment. 
You have a big face app smile on your face. It would be time. so epic. The look on Gluttony's corpse will be awesome. If you like make, we should make it a celebration of life and just make it a huge fucking buffet. Mm-hmm. And then Ling Yao and all the living people get to eat. Owned. Yeah, he'd really like that. It's just um, like, hey, it's Eddie's funeral. Let's, uh, the, all the good players from the New York Mets show up. All three of them show up and they don't want to be there and then they yeah. all get injured. What's up? I'm Mookie Betts, I think. It's like, please stop it fucking Dodgers now, dude. Well, he used to be a Met. Sure. You're thinking, you're thinking of Mookie Wilson who played on the team in 1986. Sorry, there's a lot of that. There's a lot of people. It's a very common name. Listen, yeah, there's a lot of Mookies out there. <laughs> uh, last, we're gonna finish with this one from um, at Twigris Jenna Marbles on Twitter says Lin Fanwell Miranda, Lan Fanwell Miranda, fucked it up. Thank there we you. go. It was a good joke. That was my fault. What anyway. if he was? What if he was uh, Lin Yao and he had a hip hop? What if there was a hip hop style musical about King Bradley? I think it would go a little something. <laughs> I mean, he is a, he is a, he's not an orphan. Like, he is like a bastard in the, in the sort of classic sense. I'm fucking twisting my mind into a soft pretzel trying to get Fuhrer King Bradley to match up Alexander <laughs> Hamilton. <laughs> Bradley Kingfoot Lettuce. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Fuhrer King Bradley man. <laughs> there you go. Um, I am not throwing away my son. Sally, Sally, Miss Homunculus. <laughs> Sally, dear Celine Bradley. That's pretty good. It's a different character, but you know. Yes, yeah, yeah. Well, we'll we'll make this one, and it'll be good. Yeah. Anyway, excuse, excuse me. Mm-hmm. Are you Maze Hughes, sir? And it's Envy. <laughs> Who's asking? <laughs> no one. Goodbye. It's your wife, sir. <laughs> Anyway, well, that's the episode. Thanks for uh, listening. Oh, you can send those questions at you love to hear it on Twitter. Of course. Um, do you have the, the patron list open? I don't. I have memoirs and information, a novel hardcover open right now. Okay, well, let's race to see who can open it first. Okay. All right. Uh, goodbye, like- Jim. See you in three days. Bye, Jim. I did look and I saw it did say audiobook uh, $0. So- oh, yeah? <laughs> Yeah, let me just check that again. What was it called? You, memoirs? You pay a premium to not hear, Jim. <laughs> memoirs and, and misinformation. Misinformation. Oh, no, I actually typed misinformatskaya. Dude, misinformation? That might as well be fucking Donald Trump's wife. I this I hope this says who um, narrates it. Um, doesn't say. Oh, my God. Roy Dotrice. Jeff Newsroom. <laughs> oh. So good. Jeff, oh man, I I was gonna just order the book. Now Wait, you wanna read it? We gotta listen to it now. It's Jeff Newsroom. I heard. I think Jeff Newsroom might be the guy who reads it. I think that might have sold it to me. I might have to go with, oh, it's with the free Audible trial at zero dollars. Mm. That's easy. Oh, that's easy? Yeah, okay. you get, like, two weeks of it. All right, that's enough to listen to it, right? How many pages is it? Let me just switch over to the hardcover edition. Can I tell says. you, it It took me this long, since the beginning of this terrific bit, to wonder why the fuck they pulled Jeff Newsroom for this. I couldn't remember what he has in common with Jim Carrey. And then it hit you like a... 
like a cannonball to the it chest. It hit me like a man who had peed on the back of me when we're driving around on mm-hmm. a cart in the cold uh, tundra. Why is the hardcover $22 and the paperback is $30? That doesn't seem to add up to me. It's funny, though. It is pretty funny. It is funny. That's Thank you to all of our... awful... It's a really bad cover, dude. It looks... It really... Everybody look it up. It looks like... The look on your face will be epic. It looks mm. like the drill book cover. It's not it bad. Does. Um, it looks like... Yeah, it looks bad. Thank you to all of our $5 and above patrons. Uh, the names of which are as follows. Caroline Savage, Lauren LeBlanc, Kristen Woodruff, Paul Moran, Sylvie McAvoy, Hecabee, Weed Lord Vegeta, Valerie W., Maximilian Rower, Ziva, Anna Exby, Brian Randall, Tufster McGee, Walt, Neve Noel Williams, Breakfast, Yupka, Sarah McClintock, Magenta Rice, Kay Darling, Nero Wyvern, Reliet, Burgermeister, Barrier Trio. Happy Weed Minute. Happy Weed Minute, Barrier Trio. Bean. Bean. Magdalene Jen, Silvery Air, Ryan Lester, Nicholas Tartaglioni. Nicholas haven't looked Tartaglioni. at the news recently. Don't know anything to riff on regarding that. N- Nicholas Tartaglioni. Tartaglioni. Uh, Sarah Lucky Dice Kirby, Audrey Olson, Emily Vanderwolf, Derek. Great Big Sword. Great Big Sword. Uh, Alex C., Nick Jagged, Stephanie Ruff, Ducky Aisha, Janos Kapovari, Black Hayate is a very good boy. Yes. Raleigh R., Eddard Stoink, Milk Succubus, Ognyen Kalalifer, Curse Goat, Sophie Estrogen Liker, Graham Rankin, Hex of Lexi, Paul Blart Fleshcart, Andres Gonzalez, this new patron manager sucks so bad, mm-hmm. Patrick Gallagher, Roy, Destry Hawk, Sarah and Blair, Gigantic Larry, Josh Veal, Paul Bechtel, Matt Ribeiro, Pokemon Snap 2 is coming out soon, <laughs> um, Ryan West, Elliot Valentine, Alex Schaup, and Evangeline. Thank you very much. So, I don't know, I was a bit distracted during that patron read, I apologize to our patrons, but it's because after you mentioned it, and take, I'll, I'll take this opportunity to have a big sip of your ginger ale and be normal Thanks, when man. you drink it. Mm, Verners. Because you just mentioned it, I did uh, look up on Amazon, I just typed in the words drill book, so I could see the official Mr. Ten The thing I'm talking about. <laughs> collection. I knew the book existed, but I, it's just his, um, like... His the beautiful drill, visage. The drill image, but it's even more blurred and it says drill in like a shitty font under it. Um, also coming up under that is a book. It has kind of like, it looks like a park ranger, but it's like a skull. And there's two crossed rifles, um, behind it. And it's, the book is called, uh, it's by Dan Caddy. Uh, and this says, awesome shit my drill sergeant said. Wit and wisdom from America's finest. Um. Drill official Mr. Ten Years Anniversary Collection has uh, <laughs> 224 reviews. This book has 679 reviews. Wow, that cover sucks. It's bad, huh? Yeah, it's pretty bad. Did you bad. find it by looking up Drill Book as well? I typed in awesome shit, my drill sergeant, because I just, what a cool phrase. So now you're going to be recommended, uh, you know, that type of... Yeah, humor in uniform. Awesome. Mm-hmm. Anyway, just leaving you with that uh, image before yeah. we go. Uh, Reader's Digest. What if Gluttony uh, ate a bunch of edibles? Weeder's Digest. Let's go. See you next time, everybody. It's really funny. Semper funny. Uh, remember to turn today into the fourth of shit. Yeah. America Delenda Est. See you next time. Uh, struggle well, human. Um, let's go, Vibes. Go, Vibes. Bye.